strap on your cleats and buckle up for a wild ride around the diamond of deception. Welcome to the 643 Conspiracy, where we swing for the truth. And knock conspiracy theories out of the park. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Tonight we've got a little mashup going on. We've got myself representing the 643 Conspiracy Podcast. We got Chef Kyle in the house representing Sunday Night Secret Society. And we got the one, the only, Conspiracy Jesus, the three-incher pincher, the <laughs> daddy diggles. What's going on, brother of anti-slave question everything? How are y'all doing this evening, gentlemen? You go ahead, Chevy. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Chevy, I'm doing good. How are you doing? How am I doing? I'm doing. I'm doing, man. I sound a lot better than on the Cult of Conspiracy episode. I can tell that much just by listening to the, the headset, you know, and hearing my uh my gain or, or my uh whatever it's called when it plays it back to you. But like Michaela, no, not right now. Go. She's on my ass, dude. Um, but what was I saying? What we were talking about? I'm doing all right. I'm sick. I'm a little scatterbrained, but I'm doing okay. I mean, that's to be expected, bro. Yeah. He he's Bo, Bo's getting over the the Rony, dude. The Rona got him, dude. Yeah, dude. The macarovid. The cheese and macarovi. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm just going to skirt through this next pandemic like I did the last one and raw dog this bitch. I never got sick, dude. I never got sick before. Like, um, I, I had didn't. a no, never, never. I was living. I, there was a point in time where we all got shut down and we had to stay home because my girlfriend had COVID and her best friend had COVID who was living with us at the time. And um, yeah, I never got sick, but I still had to stay home from it. Wait, no, I did get a little sick, but I got sniffles, and that's it. I got sniffles and a slight cough, but this time when I got sick, dude, it, like, fucking threw me into the dirt, dude. I was underground. Michaela, go into your room. I'm doing a podcast right now for, like, two seconds. I'll come and help you, dude. Jesus, Murphy. <laughs> She's all walking out here going, hello? 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 On her phone, I'm like, bro, I said I was going to do a podcast. Like, it's a normal thing for us. Like, I do, like, bro. babe, I'm doing a podcast. Don't come out and, like... We're all fathers, and man. We get it. And I she's got, like, <laughs> I got my children yelling. The, my children are in the next room over, so I've got to make sure I don't get too rowdy. So it's all oh, good, she's the man. rowdy one. She's the rowdy one. But yeah, anywho, guys, uh, I'm doing good. I hope y'all doing good. I'm gonna go fix this uh, issue really quick. Help her out with what she needs because she's like totally hollering now. So You're good, right bro. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to get this. We were trying to get this set up, like. 20 minutes ago, but my daughter was having an absolute fucking meltdown. And anyhow, we're fucking here, man. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you again, my brother Hank. Uh, oh, you, you know, you know, I'm never going to pass up a chance to get y'all on the mic, man. Uh, no, but we're, you know, kind of continuing on with, with, with both situations. I remember I don't, it was in the middle of the whole lockdown and shit. My wife got sick twice within like five months she got sick twice and i never got it like i never got it so maybe 
what if this next wave that they've been telling us is coming has been modified to get the unvaccinated and get the people that didn't get got last time? That would not surprise me because I just seen an article that said the exact opposite. But that makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they, let's just say, you know, if they, because I feel like it's not a stretch of the imagination to say that they probably got at least half of the population to get the Absolutely. Fauci out the yep. first go around. And they've constantly been, been pushing, you know, new updates to the Fauci ouchie that you can go get every 60 days. It seems like there's like, well, what are we on booster 74 or something? Yep. Sounds about right. And here, so, so what if the powers that be were like, you know what, now we're going to add something into this that repels it from something that's in the Fauci ouchie so that it excludes them. You know what I'm saying? It also almost yep. like they're going to have natural immunity against this because and if anybody thinks this ain't possible, then you haven't watched enough <laughs> what's going on in the world. Oh, absolutely. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I think because you've got, you got people a lot smarter than me saying that the last round was specifically geared towards certain peoples, certain sets of people. And all I'm saying is maybe they figured out how to release, you know, use the first round and turn those people that conform then and use the, you know, figured out how to, how this new round is it, they're not going to affect them. They're going to be okay. It's going to get all the people that don't have whatever was in that first jab. No, that doesn't, that honestly does not surprise me whatsoever. And again, like the article that I seen came out and was like, Oh, people that have been <laughs> vaccinated should be, be worried because this new strain is going to be attacking those who have been vaccinated so when i hear something like this from like a mainstream media news outlet i am thinking the exact opposite exactly you know what i mean the and with all the pushback yeah there's been so much pushback like so much pushback on you know, on our sides of things to where it would not surprise me if they did try to gear because they know what was in the Fauci outages. They know what was in that. So if they can somehow design something, as you said, that would, as soon as this virus is introduced and you did get the Fauci outage, right? It's going to, it's not going to affect but then the others who are like, yeah, fuck, we're in a mask, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get the, <clears throat> not going to get any of the fucking pokey pokies. What a better way. What a better way. And the, the crazy thing is they've been talking about this for a few months. months. Yeah. They've and been saying that come, come the, so I guess a little bit of a spoiler alert to the listeners that hear this. I guess I'm, I'm going to put this public publicly out there. Uh, 23rd of September, the dugout sessions are returning. Uh, the third inning will be going down on September 23rd. Not going to 
specify any guests just yet. I think we've got some people locked in, but it's going to be fun. But they're saying there's a reason why I chose September 23rd. And that's your birthday. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Wait, when? Sorry, real quick. Hank, what? Mine's the 29th. Oh. It's, yeah, this shit's been sketching me out. Are you guys talking about the September 23rd conspiracy number? Yeah, that's exactly okay, what yeah. I'm talking about. I, Dude, yeah, that shit's been spooking me. That's my so, fucking birthday, bro. I'm like, that's, really? That's the, that's the date that they've been telling us pretty yeah, much bro. that the world's going to end again. My fucking birthday. Aaron, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God my God. I, damn it. Chef, did you hear the level of hurt that was just in that man's voice? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and I, but I've always hated my, Ooh, birthday, my birthday. And like, that's my fucking birthday, man. I've always hated my birthday, though. I've made a lot of bad decisions on my birthday. I've gotten really drunk, yelled Amen at lots God. of people. Yeah. No, but you know, there—that's the date that we've been hearing about for at least two or three months that I can recall. That mm-hmm. we can expect to see mandates, lockdowns, uh, all that bullshit. Um, one thing I will say, I'll, I'll take a moment to brag on my state and my governor, uh, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, has publicly stated that as long as she's the sitting governor of Arkansas, there will be no mask mandates. There will be no jab mandates and schools will remain open. We'll see how long that lasts. We'll see if that means that she ultimately gives the choice up to businesses because it's all fine and dandy. You know, you hear all these talking heads, conservative talking heads the last few days talking about don't comply, don't comply. And that's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm really, really with that. I'm not going to comply. But put yourself in my situation. I'm not in a big city. I have a very limited amount of places I can go to get the essential goods that I need for my family to survive. If mandates do start popping back up and Governor Sanders ultimately does what Governor Asa Hutchinson did, which was pretty much leave it to the discretion of the businesses what am I supposed to do when every business within an hour and a half of me says, if I don't put on a mask, I can't go in there and, 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 you know, so what am I supposed to do? Drive two hours one way for a bill of groceries or eggs because we need eggs. What, what am I supposed to do, man? That's, that's, Oh, God, that's a fucking... T- well, I'm not even going to say it's a tough one. It's really not a tough one, and so, in my opinion. Let me take it one step further. With you knowing the um, details around my daughter's school and their yep. attendance policy, what am I to do if I don't want to... If they if they somehow figure out a way to institute a policy? What if, this, what if, what if the governor gives discretion to school districts? like like she does to business it, you know, hypothetically yeah. um what what am i to do to stop my children from wearing a mask because if i send them they're going to get sent back or they're going to get one put on the, as soon as they hit the door 
or I keep them home and get locked up for truancy and the state gets my kids and then gets rehomed with some pedophile. I would say, I mean, I would say until now, I mean, that's what I was getting at. I know it's all a hypothetical because I can only take the woman at her word. But you have to, you have to, but let's not act like politicians aren't politicians. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I've seen fucking House of Cards. And you can't tell me that the Clintons didn't move just like that. Because you know that's who they were portraying in that show, right? Yep. With Kevin Spacey. Although you could tie Kevin Spacey's character and we're not talking about him or his mischief or pedophilia of his own right. Strictly talking about the character Frank Underwood. You could take Frank Underwood and insert Big Bush, Little Bush, Clinton, Obama, Biden. Hell, I'm sure you could put Trump in there. Yep. Literally, pick a. Uh, you choose a president, and I'm sure that that show has some truth. That show's wild, bro. It is. And, but going- and then you go and watch a series like Suits, and I know this is these are just TV shows, but we know that they give us shit through their through our entertainment. And so, what if the federal government and our just our our court systems really are this fucking corrupt? What if there are major law firms out here doing this kind of crazy shit? And what if there are fucking rogue senators from bumfucked Egypt that strong arm their way into you know what I'm saying? Because. <sighs> I don't, uh, I don't doubt that, and I think that the fact that you nobody put, trusts a politician, nobody trusts a lawyer. Can't. But that's why you have to have these hypothetical questions because for you, in the the state, the town, the vicinity that you're in, you do have to keep no matter what your family, like at the top. Not that it's not, but but but. Uh, in the sense of this pandemic and all this other bullshit, you have to keep your family at the top of your priority list. So, sure. One thing listen. I can say that I'm grateful for, though, is I'll never have to worry about a job. My boss will not shut his doors, and he ain't he ain't pushing. I wish he would. If my boss told me that if I didn't wear a mask or if I had to get a jab to work for him, I'd probably smack him. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> the fuck did you just say to me? But that's that's why right now I think I think the best thing to your question, the best thing you can do right now with the funds, with the money that you have available, which if you're anything like us is probably not much, is to stock the fuck up on the essential goods you can now. That way it'll at least eliminate one of the few hypothetical scenarios that could or that, that may or may not pop up. Such sure. as having to go to the grocery store. For where where I live, at least, there are plenty of different places that I'm able to go. So one of the main stores that we have down here in Southern California is Stater Brothers. I made a decent 
uh, connection with a lot of these people as I go in and I go grab my groceries and I get my 30 pack of Rolling Rock for a few days. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but like, I've already made myself very clear a few times. Like, I don't agree with the masks, even though there's hardly any people wearing masks, but some people will it, somehow, I don't know even how this happens, but somehow while I'm checking out, sometimes these topics kind of get brought up and like i'm not i'm not fucking wearing a mask it's not happening now 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 if i have no fucking food no water clean water i have a faucet right right over here i ain't drinking anything hanky we already we got you got to send that website over to bo so we can check his water dude i ain't drinking that fucking water i don't even give my cats and my dogs that water it ain't happening it's not happening but if I if I needed the absolute essentials, I will be the one to put the fucking mask on and to suffer. And I will go to the store and I will make it quick as shit. And best believe, I will make a scene while I'm in there. Like, I'm going to put it down like this <laughs> as much scene. as I can. If, I, if it comes down to me feeding my family, like, I will do what I fucking have to do. And I've always been like, like fuck that, not wearing masks, blah 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 blah. But I didn't, I didn't really put into perspective that there's other people living in certain counties where they only have that one grocery store, they only have that one option to get the food and the water and whatever else they need for their family. Because when it boils down to that, tough times, dude, call for tough decisions, man. And I think, I think when it comes to that, you have to. If you're going to bend over, dude, you need to bend over as little as possible. Like, as little as possible. Because if you start bending over, like, it's for my family. Because that's what everyone's fucking doing. Everyone's, oh, I'm just doing it because grandma's sick. Grandpa's sick. If you keep doing that, you, you are actually adding to the fucking problem. So for anyone listening, and you might be in a similar situation, stock the fuck up right now. Right now. Right now. You're listening right now. Start stocking up. And no. Don't worry about getting your ribs and your rib eyes. Stock up on your fucking rice and beans. You got a rice and a bean. You got a carbon and starch. Put them together. You get a protein. Boom. Stock up on the shit that, that canned goods. You'd be surprised how long you can live off of canned goods. Get yourself some seasoning, right? Because mm. mm. you can eat canned shit all day long, but your morale might not be that great. Get some stuff to flavor it up a little bit, you know? There's tons of different seasonings, and don't fuck with Lowry's. Please, for the love of God, don't fuck with Lowry's. I fucking hate Lowry's, and Lowry's sucks. The brand What's is wrong good. Lowry's? I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because I grew up, dude. I grew up, and whenever my stepdad cooked, it was Lowry's on everything. Now, I'm going to make this super quick because this is not a Lowry's fucking episode, uh, to my knowledge, but Lowry's does have some badass different seasonings. However, this typical Lowry's brand season salt i fucking hate it it's see i use tony sasheries for just about everything thank you use anyone listening go get or, tony sasheries don't fuck I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of cavender's greek seasoning see i don't get we don't get none of, i don't get none of that on the west coast over here unfortunately but um, oh do y'all have poncho's cheese dip over there no but it sounds amazing and it's made like it's made in uh, West Memphis. 
Wow. Which is right next to Marion, where Ashley's folks are. Let's go. Their white their white cheese dip is bomb, bro. Dude, no, but Bo Bo gets fucking crawfish in Washington, and I can't yeah. find crawfish to save my life. I get crawdads on them. I got I fuck hell yeah, dude. I love them, dude. I get crawdaddies, dude. But how did like, how 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 do you like if you were gonna do a mess of crawfish? How are you gonna do up your mess of crawfish? You want to know? Because there's really only one way to do it that I know. Okay, of. well, I'll I'll tell you the way that I do it, and uh, but so I take them crawdads, right? I boil them. I boil them real good. I take a stick or two of butter. And I boil that, and well, additionally to boiling the crawfish, I'm, you know, you're gonna have your fucking corn, you're gonna have your potatoes, all that other shit for the boil, and then a lot of the times too, I'll put mussels in there and shrimp in there, and then I'll take the fucking the pot, I'll melt down that butter, and then I got the seasoning. That's the guy. I don't know if you know the guy on Facebook when he's like, put it on a cracker, dude. That he's crawfish guy. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. I use his seasoning. Yeah, I have that seasoning. The crawfish fucking, uh, the crawfish, you know what I'm saying? The crawfish boil seasoning. Money, the fucking seafood. Yeah, that's money, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I, I use that. And then I also put a little bit of uh, that hot mama seasoning in it, too. Slap your mama? Slap your mama. Yeah, slap your mama. Yeah, I put a little I, bit of slap your mama in there. And then I'll fucking dump all of the shit after I drain it, dude. I'll put all the crawdaddies and the mussels and all that into one big bowl and the fucking uh you know corn and potatoes and stuff and then i'll dump the shit on top of it and i'll sit there and give it a good fucking you know what i'm saying and then when i get it when i get it all like that and shit like i'll pour the shit into a little dippy dish yeah and then i'll dip the fucking crawdads in that I'm more, le- I'm more or less I'm used to doing crawdad cookouts like Stale Cracker does his. Just big ass fucking almost like a deep fryer, but you, you just boil the fuck out of them with corn on the cob, potatoes, sausage. Mm. Put all your seasoning, all that shit in there together and just let it boil its ass off. And then you like we, we create special tables down here for eating crawfish like basically it's a round table that's built around a big ass blue barrel that we use for a trash can and you just throw Throw them in yeah throw your lip whatever you're not eating and yeah yeah gets nasty huh oh my god that's fucking awesome dude i haven't had like crawfish my wife will only eat catfish and so like I can't never go nowhere to no crawfish bowls because she ain't gonna have it. Like <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she hates it when I cook shrimp for myself because I love shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Boil that shit good. in some in some old bay butter. Mm. Oof, golly. Yeah, for real, dude. Yeah, this, the scrimps is definitely delicious. My daughter loves shrimp too, which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I turned my daughter on the shrimp too. Back and way back shit. in the day, she was like, Daddy, I don't like shrimp. And I said, Well, how do you know? I don't know. Have you ever tried shrimp before, baby? No. I said, Well, look, promise me something that you'll try by it. And if you don't like it, you can spit it out and we'll never talk about shrimp again. Right. I was like, But you just got to promise me that you'll try a bite. And she did. And she, she took that bite and 
she was like, oh, shit. She ain't stopped eating shrimp since. Can you hear my interference that's happening right now? Can you hear that when I talk and it goes in the background? Not really. Chef, remember how we were doing that Pizzagate episode and I was like, I can hear this interference and it's happening and I know it's happening. Yep. I don't hear a thing, dude. Dude. Okay. I, I listened to the episode. I could hear the interference. Well, you got I special fucking... ears, brother. No, I know it, dude. I have there's it, there's there's interference going on right now with my mic, and I don't know why. It's probably just some like loss of transmission power because the fucking sound waves are going from you to your Fed agent to his his partner yes. and their supervisor, and then back yeah. into the loop. <laughs> and so, because you're because your daddy fucking <laughs> diggles, you don't get just one agent; you get a whole fucking block of the fucking <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think okay, no that. It kind of fixed it a little bit, dude. I need to get a new fucking soundboard, a new mic. Dude, I've been, this type I've been, of shit makes me tweak. This I've makes been me thinking tweak. if my if my Christmas bonus is gonna be as pretty as I'm thinking it's gonna be, because I'm one of two fucking employees and we've had a record fucking year, dude. I'm talking about we've been setting profit numbers on a record wow. level month over month all year long, and so my Christmas bonus is probably gonna be pretty pretty <laughs> you know it, it, yeah. it, it, <laughs> it, it it's worth it's worth doing the work that i do because i know that christmas motherfucking bonus is gonna be right and and so i'm i'm thinking about splurging depending on how much i ultimately spend on either a desktop or a laptop because i'm definitely upgrading from this computer i have to i have no choice it, guys, when I when I have two hour episodes, it literally takes me about four hours to from the time that the the Zoom call ends and it starts to convert to the time that I publish it is anywhere from four to six hours for about a two hour episode because this computer, this laptop, is so fucking slow, dude. It's old. I want to say this laptop's like a 0809 model. Damn, gets the job done though. Slowly it, but surely. It, it's it it's been uh I mean very humble beginnings over here. <laughs> so you. depending on how much I spend on a computer, I'm gonna try to sweet talk my wife into letting me get a soundboard because I would be able to like to hit a button and go, oh yeah. Yeah, dude, that'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. That'd be awesome. You gotta if you wanna dude, if you're gonna look into getting like a desktop dude, honest to God, I would suggest looking just get the fucking find out how to build the the bitches and then That's and what then, everybody says. And then build it. Yeah. No, my, my laptop or my desktop that I'm running everything on now is was under two thousand dollars for me to build it. And in the same sense, I have three monitors. Like the newest game Starfield, dude. That game Starfield that just came out. The one that you see, my computer is streaming that. Like it's streaming that good quality. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's and that's under two thousand dollars. And I'm yeah. running it on Windows 11. I'm not even running it on like fucking fourteen. Ooh, I've or heard nightmare or stories about Windows 11. I so I the that last time true. I had a PC, I I was Windows seven. And then, and like, I'm like, literally, I'm talking a couple of years ago, I had this, the, okay, so it's funny because the tower that my computer is built in now was a computer that I got given to me and it had a bunch of fucking old outdated internals inside of it. And I, um, was initially like, I had to fucking get a pirated version of windows seven and download it on there. Cause that's all I know how to use. 
is Windows 7. Because the last time I was like actually using computers was back then was Windows 7. Um, but so, yeah, I had it on Windows 7. I ended up like just completely taking everything out of the computer, unhooking it from the fucking power source uh, and then completely rebuilding it to a new computer that could run Windows 11 and stuff and everything that I do now. But yeah, dude, it was under a thousand bucks. Not only that, but I used the Amazon app Affirm to like buy my graphics card and stuff. Yeah. So I was like essentially paying off parts for see, my computer. I um it was just gangster. So y'all know that um I have met my original co-host Ryan through baseball cards. And through baseball base baseball hard baseball cards <laughs> becoming a um serious problem of a hobby because there was guys there was like i was on the lockdown i was in lockdown getting them stimmies drawing unemployment like they were putting 600 to 700 dollars on top of my actual unemployment money each week i was man there was so much money i was blowing it on dumb shit dude i bought a piece of shit 98 uh, GMC Z71 pickup truck and like put so much money into that truck. I, I, me and Rock Auto was real close. Like me and Rock Auto was tight. I bought all my parts from there, man. But then I got into baseball cards and I started just blowing money on baseball cards. And then I found, um, this thing called zip or it's a it's a it's a website called mercari and on mercari you can search for just about damn near anything you want to buy online and pretty much what it does is let's say something's two hundred dollars well you're gonna pay fifty dollars down and Mercari is going to pay the seller $200. The seller is going to ship it. You're going to get it. And every two weeks you pay $50 or whatever the payment is. Like it's whatever the total amount of what you're wanting divided by four. Okay. And so, dude, I was buying baseball cards that were, don't tell Callie this, but I spent, I spent about $200 on one card one time. <laughs> um <laughs> no but you and and shit so i plan on exploring that as an option for a computer that way i'm not coming off the whole thing at once but hell i might just buy that son of a bitch outright i don't know well that's the same thing as the affirm app that mm. that Bo was talking i know about. i know what it affirm affirm and zip um, because zip similar. used to be something called quad pay, which is, it's the same thing. It's a it's a um credit based yes thing. Yeah, my credit is shit, bro. Y'all want to hear won't... something wild, man? <laughs> I've never go. told I've never told this to a soul. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm not Catholic or nothing. But this will be kind of like a confessional moment. <laughs> 
Do y'all okay. remember? We got we got conspiracy Do y'all remember the here. the app you could download called Dave that would give you a? Oh yeah. fuck yeah, dude! I'm a I know Dave. Dave never gave well. me shit. He said my credit was too bad, bro. Oh no, like, me and bitch me, ass and, me and Dave was tight. I got <laughs> Dave to give me up to three hundred dollars at a time because me and Dave came. We was like this, dude. If you're an addict. And yeah. you've got to, all right, so I, I had a job that got paid every, every two weeks, but it was direct deposit. So I was good with Dave. Man, dude, I'd get on a bender and get Dave to send me $300 in the middle of the night and then go blow all that shit in four hours and just fucking just get out <laughs> there. And so I, I got myself in a hole because it, it got to a point where no matter what, I still owed Dave. Mark, aka Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban. So I fucked around and got even. And then I got a bright idea. <laughs> Dave, Dave, don't fucking know me. Because I had done moved three times from where I initially said I lived. See y'all, I said I shit you not. I got Dave to send me all another 300. Immediately drove to my bank and closed my account, withdrew and closed my account, and never heard another thing about it. <laughs> I still owe Dave, I think. Like it, and it, it, it's like that same kind of guilt from like when I was 13 and I got like a dozen CDs from fucking, uh, oh, that publishing clearinghouse place that would send you the 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 little catalog and you could pick at like the 99 cent CDs, but you could get like 24 of them for nothing. They, like you have no money down. You. They just trusted yeah, you just they, to send in the money. Like, yo, it is like, you know where I live, bro. I told you where to send the fucking CDs to. <laughs> <laughs> that is Got so him. fucking funny, dude. Yeah, it's, Dave. Dave has been a friend of mine. Uh, not recently, but the, yeah, I think it's literally because I still owe Dave. I think like two hundred and twenty bucks. Oh yeah, give or take. Dave, if I ever tried to connect to Dave, they'd probably just empty my ass out. <laughs> They'll yeah, be that one. They gonna be mad though because there ain't even three hundred in my bank account. Your boy don't got money. Like that. <laughs> Well, I think I think we're all in the same boat when it comes to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it square with you. I got like eighty dollars to get me to Thursday, but here's the deal, Kyle. All of my bills at this point are paid. My house is stocked to the brim with groceries. We don't need any toiletries or house items. I've got a full, almost a full tank of gas. My wife almost got a full tank of gas. We got Red Bulls for like three or four days. We got enough cigarettes to last a Friday. And I got $80 in the bank. I'd say I'd say you're winning, bro. Yeah. I'm doing all right. And if you now listen, if so, I didn't drink Red Bulls and smoke every day, I'd probably have me a couple hundred dollars. So <laughs> but, but we're not gonna talk about that. Re <laughs> under the rug. But I will say this. The other day we uh, we ordered a shit. Uh, so we have it's called Aldi's, Aldi's A L D I S. I know what Aldi's is. Okay, so I found 
I was Instacarting a bunch of shit. Just a big, I do it big. I do, I go as big as I can. And the reason why I use Instacart is because my car is fucked. I have a donut on the front left driver's side tire. So I can only, it's only going to get me so far. So I'd rather pay the $20, $30 for the delivery and the tip instead of having to pay like $200 for a new tire on my car. Right. And I found these energy drinks for Ashley. I don't drink them. Ashley does. But we got, I think they're a dollar thirty a piece. And they're like knockoff Red Bulls. Dollar thirty a piece. And when Damn. I found that out, it's like five five bucks for a four pack. Dude, give me twenty four of them bad boys. So now we're they're a dollar a fucking piece, bro. And they got the same shit. They don't they don't taste identical, but they're very very similar. And so Aldi's, if you got an Aldi's or a grocery outlet, I highly highly recommend the two of those companies because their shit is dirt cheap. And a lot of it is like name brand. The stuff. only thing with all these though is you gotta bring your own bags or pay for your bags. True. Well, everywhere, at least here in California that I know of, you pay for your bags. That's wild. See, that's just a wild concept Ten cents, to me. Ten cents a bag. But it, for me, dude, I know I, I'm not trying to. We, we're in the same boat as like as far as like money goes. We're in the same boat, but. Like, I'll carry, I'll be that, I'll th- throw, no bags, no bags, throw it all in the fucking basket, and I will figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure, I'll make five trips, I'll figure it out. Sometimes, other times, I'm like, fuck it, dude. I have like $4, $4 and change in my fucking George Costanza wallet. That's way too big. That's fucking my backup because I have it in my back pocket and I still sit on it while driving, even though I know that's bad for me. I got. I can come up with the ten cents here and there for the bags, but I also trap use. Old man. Yeah, oh, yeah. It is. It's a. It's a. I have a camouflage. I, everything I rock I is camo. I haven't fucked with a trifold wallet since I was an early teenager, bro. If you go for a billfold, it'll change your life. Right yeah. half. Yeah, it'll change your life, man. But then I can't put all my shit in there, dude. Let, let me tell you. Yeah, real well, quick. how, let me how just you give you, can. you gotta find the right a, one. I'll give you a brief brief rundown. You got all that shit in your wallet. You got too much going on because listen, listen to me, brother. You're not going to want to hear this because I'm about to tug at a heartstring that you didn't know you had. And and you're going to get defensive. Bo, you might get defensive too. Bo, you got a wallet. Yeah. You you carry it on the daily. Listen to me. me. It's got three cards in it. That's it. Well, then you're the exception. Kyle, my brother, you don't need all those business cards in there. You're never going to use them. True. You can throw them. You can throw them away. It's okay. They're tired. Real men know that you don't need shit in a wallet. <laughs> There's just more shit for you to fucking lose. My wallet is one of those kinds that it's. How like many a, times in your life have you wallet. have you been out in the wild and you were like, "Oh shit, I need to call somebody. Let me grab my billfold and pull out this fucking business card." It never. You've got a you've got a phone, man. <laughs> your phone has every number you could ever need in it. All you got to do is search for it. <laughs> you could throw the business cards away, bro. 
I know All that's right. a sensitive topic with most people, but you you can do it. It's it's okay. You don't and look once you once you realize that you you're not supposed to sit on it when you're driving, it really will change your the way your back feels after a fucking four hour drive. I never, I mean, I never sit on my wallet, not anymore. I got, dude. I have like little prayer coins in my wallet. I have fish hooks. I have. A little mini carabiner in case I get so stranded in the middle of get you a European <laughs> little hand- mini carabiner. We're get you a, Euro- you, a European handbag. That's what we're gonna get you. A merce? Is that like a fancy <laughs> way for a merce? Hey man, come on! I, I rock a man satchel. Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Fuck yeah, I do. You Absolutely. I guess yeah, that's. I I've guess got a couple of man though. satchels, dude. Yeah, I fucking, I fucking rock. Yeah, I rock the man purse, man satchel. I mean, my fucking, my wallet, my wallet that I keep my, all my shit in, because my, my actual wallet itself is a small piece of plastic thing, and it's got that, and it's like a clear, co- it's a, it's, it literally holds a couple of cards inside of it, and that's it. But then I got, like, my little Michael Kors Gucci bag, you know what I mean? It's like one of those little bags that the ladies always have. <laughs> but it's, it's designer, it's name brand, you know what I'm saying? At least so I call about, those clutches. Yeah, it's my little uh, my little Michael Kors clutch, um, but and I have my wallet and my stuff inside of it, condoms inside of it, you know, for when the conspiracy Jesus needs to lay the old three inch pincher down. Yeah, goes to four when he's excited. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Orange warrior, let's go, dude. I just say that so they're expecting that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, then you come through, then you come through like wow, laying the puck. I'm like, it's about three inches, right? Oh, this is what I thought it would. From (laughs) your throat. (laughs) 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 Boink. (laughs) Thank you. So dumb. (laughs) That's Uh, fucking. That's fucking epic. But I think this all like in a weird, crazy way that I might not even be able to explain, dude. Like shit's, dude. Shit's gonna be coming down. Shit's going to be come down. And, you know, real quick, real quick, one thing I want to add in is that, so my mom works for the Superior Courts down here in Southern California in San Bernardino County. And a lot of people are already catching the fucking Rona there, right? And I think what, I think what they might do differently this time than they did next time, depending on if that variant, again, Hank, to what you were alluding to at the very beginning of your show, that they might, this variant might be attacking those who are not vaccinated, which I think is a valid point. See, I don't know. My brain, dude, right now is kind of going crazy because I'm th- I'm trying to think about like the economy as well, right? Are they are they still going to try rolling this out, but also keeping the economy up and going? And I think that they kept the economy up and going in a sense the last pandemic due to the fact that so many people got paid an absurd amount of money on unemployment. And also if you had co I I forgot how many days you were allotted throughout the year, but if you had COVID it was paid for bro. So at my last job that I had worked at, I was allotted after the first run, so I think 2020 and then it, coming into t- 2021, 
you still had 10 days of, I want to, I'm just, don't quote me on this, but I want to say you had 10 days for the entire year for COVID pay. So if you were scheduled nine to five, that's an eight hour shift, um, including a break. And you had COVID and you were able to prove it in some sense. Most places didn't really give a fuck if you had your little fake PCR test or whatnot, or you can even get a PCR test and use a Sharpie and fucking make it a positive instead of negative or add a dot on, on one side of the test. But from what I'm hearing now is that according to where my mom works, which is the largest county in, in California, which is San Bernardino County, they're not going to be allotting people COVID pay. And this also really gets into the conspiracy of things because she had a couple people come to her door within the last week with COVID. And my mom was kind of freaking out, like, what the fuck? Are you, if you have COVID, get the fuck out of my <laughs> office. Like, why, why are you here talking to me? Get the fuck out. And I'm like, well, can't they just call in sick? and show their COVID tests and then get paid for it so they don't have to come infect everybody else. And apparently what they're doing over there in, in, in her workplace is no, there is no COVID pay at all as of right now. So the only way that you're going to get paid is if you use your sick leave. Well, what if you don't have sick leave? This might be a weird tactic of theirs where they're like, listen, we're not going to pay people out this time but we're going to make this a lot more fucking miserable. So you're not going to want to go to work, but you're not going to have a choice to go to work because we're not going to pay you to stay home with COVID. So then what, what happens there? You go to work cause you need the fucking money. More and then what happens? Infected, then bro. you infect more people. Mm. And then everyone's like fucked. Kind of like how they're, you know, if your school's got certain guidelines where you're forced to send your child to school, regardless of whether they're sick or not, it's almost like they're trying to force in mass infections through this, you know, but here's something. Can y'all, can y'all think of a, a logical reason why I just received pandemic EBT cards from the oh, state. I got that too. Let's go. Okay, so what? can you can can y'all explain to me why right now we need pandemic food stamps? Now, now, oh, now, let me now, now let me say something. I'm forever grateful <laughs> for them yeah, fucking food stamps. Say, I was gonna say, but um, it's, it's because they're but, fucking but, rolling it out again, bro. That's why. Exactly. Like, absolutely, 110. percent They're rolling it out again. I mean, I'm gonna take. But my they're fucking... also. Grapes when given further you know? manipulating the inflation and the prices of everything because if you're if you're the head of these Walmarts, <clears throat> HEBs, Bucky's, whatever, where you are a uh, distributor of produce and such, and you know that the whole fucking country. On an average of a, with if you got three kids, you just got fucking damn near four hundred dollars worth of food stamps. Hey, you're 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 telling me you're not gonna take advantage of that, aren't you? Wouldn't it make more sense that them them CEOs and shit are gonna increase their prices just a little bit to account for that little extra money that everybody just got? 
I mean, they're going to do that regardless. They're so gonna that's what that I'm saying. It's like, so why do we... <sighs> why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Why does the government keep thinking that just giving us more money is going to solve anything? Because that's, that's what got us here in the first place. We're on our way to, they're literally just printing money. Income. We're, we're, yeah. we're on our way to a universal basic income. Dude, we're already there, man. I mean, think, think I, about this. We just food stamps originated. Do you know why they were called food stamps? Because they were literally a, it, it was a paper book that had been yeah. stamped that you turned in as a chit to get food. Today you get a, a plastic card that has its own serial number, its own identifiers. And there's a way to check the quote unquote balance of funds that are on that specific card. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You either do that through a telephone call to an automated system, or you do that through a website from your phone or a computer. Those are your three options to verify this number, right? When you get these verifications, it's just a number on a screen or from an automated voice there is no money there are only numbers on a screen or from an automated voice it's yes that that works the same way as cash but they're but they're pushing so hard. how how often do I mean, because I went from being a person five years ago, I never, never kept money in the bank, ever. I always had cash. Never trusted the banks because I knew they were fucking crooked. But then now I, I it's rare that I ever have cash. And it seems like with all this, Conven oh, from one click from my ass in my couch, I can get supper. I can get shit from the Walmart. I can get a door dasher to do everything but bring me liquor. I can get Amazon to ship me everything. And I never have to present a single physical penny or dollar bill for any of it. There's your central bank digital currency. It's already here. It's just we still have access to tangible physical currency. As soon as they dry that up, it's over with. The problem is, I personally know a guy that's got cash, vacuum sealed in plastic bags, stacked in a safe. There's a lot of guys like that that hoard cash and shit. Now, true, they can make that cash instantly useless. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like one way or another, they're making it impossible for us to. Uh, they're they're mo inching us closer and closer every day to a cashless society. And once we do that, brother, it's over with because the credits the social credit system that predicates 
the digital currency is already here. There's footage of people that are going to stores that have to stand in front of the sliding doors and look up at a camera. And the camera has a screen that says, please wait, facial recognition technology or whatever in process. And if you're, if you're, if them, if them motherfucking doors don't open, you're not getting in that store. Nope. Does your, does your, so what are you going to do? Because your card looks similar to that. Exactly. It just says, Mm -hmm. so this is, so this one right here, this is only for my kid. Our, the card that we have, but it's I didn't even realize. And don't worry, I, that. I'm not gonna do any video on this. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So P E B T Plandemic E B T 4.0. Yep. Mind you, there's no fucking money on this because they sent it. Oh, actually, I think they gave us money on, on this one, but my other daughter, they haven't paid us on it. So hold on, real quick. Let me go back. Are you the cards that you guys received? Is it for your children or is it for your whole family? Uh, and did no, everyone it's for the kids. For the it's kids. only for the kids. It's for the kids that are, kid. that are put in the school system. If your kid's okay. not in the public school system, you're not going to get with, it. With the free and reduced lunch. But I still, but my kids are homeschooled and I got one right here. I don't my know. My kids have been homeschooled. But is there any money on it? See, because ours came ready to spend. No, no, babe. Yeah, mine's still stashed away inside of my man purse. Just waiting for when I really need it. Sounds like you need right to, now. Sounds like you need to be on the phone with Gavin Newsom and the crew trying to figure out what the fuck, homie. Bro. Yeah, they fucked us. Yeah, well, that. Well, but, but what that sense also... does it make for them to send it out? Say, say that again. Like, what sense does it make for them to send it out? Like, that money would have been nice four weeks ago when they were at home every fucking day. Not now that the state's going to feed them two meals five days a week. Back when I was toting that motherfucking food bill all summer long, that's when it would have been nice. But well, like, I mean, why do we need, even need them in, in, in the fall of 2023? Why do I need pandemic food stamps are y'all telling me they just so happened to find oh they just so happened to find another six billion dollars from a clerical error and they decided to hook us up with 120 dollars they're rolling out another pandemic fucking i mean of course but like it hasn't stopped like this isn't the first time that they've sent out these pebt cards No, is it is it the second time? Because this is the only Dude, they second did it time. Last this is year. the only time I've ever got it. They did it last year when the school year started. But did did you get one, Hank? Not me personally. My children did. Okay, and then and then and now, <clears throat> Bo says he just got his right now. I make too much money for food stamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You y'all don't. Yeah, due to whatever scenarios, y'all don't qualify. I qualify. Yeah, it, it, due to literally like $1,500 a year. Literally. Yeah, I'm barely over the threshold, but I'm over. So. But I still, I still agree. Like, no, I, and I think it goes to both of your points. Like, 
but why why did why 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 yeah why why did they why we're not so so you mean to tell me one of two things it's either leftovers from the first round which i highly highly disbelieve in that because they would have done something else or given it to us by now or it's like both saying and they're just preparing for this next one but but or maybe it's got something to do with the manipulation of inflation and all this, the, the, the prices like I was talking about, or maybe it's a mix of all of it, but like, I do not understand why they sent these out. They serve no logical purpose. We're not locked down. There's not a pandemic right now. No, gonna be I in think the it's next two month. things. I think it's two things. I think it's a, what Bo just said next month, B, you said, where'd the money come from? Was it a clerical error? No, it was not a clerical error. We already paid for this shit. We paid for this shit. That we already paid, and we paid like double, triple what 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 you're getting for your kids, or what I'm getting for my family with these little fucking EBT cards. We already paid for that, and I'll tell you how exactly we paid for that. We paid for that in our, and I, I'll speak for I'll speak for me in California here. Uh, our our gas went from like three dollars a gallon to seven dollars a gallon, huh? Right. Um, yeah, we so we we went from three dollars a gallon to seven dollars a gallon. Okay, so you think about the millions of fucking people that are paying three dollars more a gallon per gas, and how many gallons it takes them. Me, luckily, I work five minutes away. I didn't fill my gas up, my gas tank that that much. You have people going from here to Los Angeles. You have people going from California to, to Arizona to fucking Nevada. So we paid for all this shit. This is not the government being like, hey, man, we know times are tough right now. Here's a couple bucks. No, fuck you. We already paid for this. This is our money. This is the same shit that they're doing in fucking Maui right now. All the shit that with fucking Oprah and fucking the rock fucking cock fucking dickhead pedophile fuck. This is what's happening is that they're using our money to fund their fucking destruction. In my opinion, like they, they fuck shit up. They're using our money. They, again, with inflation all across the board, whether it's gas, food, oil, whatever, however you want to look at it, we already paid into this shit. We've already given them all this extra money that they need. And now they're going to, they're going to hand it back to us as if they fucking give a fuck and they don't give a fuck. But also going back to what Bo said and what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, dude, September. And it probably isn't going to be like on September 23rd. Shit's going to hit the fan. Like as far as in in my opinion, as far like you're not going to have like Fox news, CNN, fucking ABC, NBC, whatever. They're not going to on September 23rd, we're officially declaring a pandemic. But I think on their end is when it's officially going to start. And then we're going to find out about it a little bit later. If that makes any sense. You know, I think that's their date. I think that's their date on their end when they're going to officially start rolling shit out. But then again, that's hard to I mean, say because it's, it's already been rolled out. There's people. already some crazy shit attached to number 23 with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Dude, have you highly recommend that movie, by the I way? I love that movie. That movie got me tweaking. Bro, that movie had me tweaking. I straight when had I, to watch it twice in a row to DVD. figure out, like, 
if you like, had oh. it on DVD back in the day and you put the DVD in, right? And it would pop up. You had a, you had a menu screen. Uh, you had options. And one of the options was like a weird Gematria option. And when you clicked on it, it, ha- it, it wasn't, I'm not going to say it was a game, but it was almost like an added feature. And you were able to do weird things with numbers. Huh. So I wonder if there's was... any. See if you can't search the interwebs for it and screen share it. I know I'm, we're not. I, maybe on no, YouTube, no, no. I'm there's a, I'm gonna look up right a clip of somebody doing it. I know we're not doing a video portion to the show this time, but. 23. That'd be all right. Oh, dude, I might even have to watch that movie tonight. I might have to put aside. What what, what was I going to watch before? Uh, Boy Soldiers. I'll have to look that up because I always I always roll with DVDs. Well, I mean, we all did at one point. We all roll with DVDs. But I remember oh, putting dude. the DVD in, and it was like menu, subtitles, director's cut. There's and the a, very a, bottom. a fucking dresser or a, a bookshelf over there chock full of DVDs. What What's that cap, though, dude? That looks like an army cap. That was my dad's. Oh, dope as fuck. I was like, I know you were okay. Okay, that's dope as yeah, fuck. Yeah, that was, no, that was my dad's. And, that's dope. Um, that's my. It's a shadow box. It's got a an American flag folded up, and it's the flag that the colonel from his funeral gave me. So that is fucking dope, dude. I've got his uh the the medals he had, and the the little black bar that said perish. And it's medals underneath it. I've got it's it's in there, and like I've got some of the patches that he had on his uniform. Yeah, I've got um, his. Did your dad die in action? I'm sorry. No. Um. Crazy. You say something about a colonel giving you a flag, like crazy as it was. Um, he was he was only on active duty as as a term of technicality um when you when you return home from deployment you go through a cool week or a cool down period of usually a couple of weeks you're back home you're stateside but you're on the base you're trying the ultimate goal of this period is to decompress from combat mindset and transform yourself to get ready to go back into a civilian mindset because my dad was in the national guard but my dad wasn't a weekend warrior like my dad in between 2001 and 2010 spent eight out of the last nine almost 10 years of his life deployed so I hate when people refer to the National Guard as weekend warriors warriors. because there's people in there that they're not weekend warriors. Anyway, um, when you get released from the base, you get 72 hours where you are still on active duty, which means that the rules of the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which is pretty much a an entire constitution that supersedes 
the American Constitution for civilian rights and laws. If you're a service member on active duty and you have a wreck, as soon as a cop arrives on scene, the first thing they do is call the base that you're stationed at. Your chain of command, yep. Yeah, and the military immediately handles it from there. They work with the law enforcement, but it's the military's deal. Um, but like I said, there's a 72 hour grace period after you get released from base where you're still considered active duty and you're still under the UCMJ. And, um, my dad passed away in that 72 hour period of being home. I see. Okay. And, uh, so he was still given a full military funeral. And because he was still under that, me and my brothers um, were treated as gold. We, we, we are gold. We're a gold star family. Um, me and my brothers got college assistance up till we were 26. We, when, when I went to school, I was getting like a check every month that was paying for school. But um, yeah, you know. It sucks. Like, um, you know, it sucks. First of all, first of all, real quick, rest in peace, Papa Parrish. Um, but I did send you real quick, and I and Bo, I'm gonna send this to you too, the Sean Ryan podcast, because you mentioned Weekend Warriors. So I sent you the two newest episodes on the Sean Ryan podcast, and this dude is a fucking special force badass, and he was in the National Guard. And they literally talk about the fact that just because you're in the National Guard does not make you a weekend warrior. So that is an option for some where you go in every weekend. At the, I think, at, for my knowledge, it's one weekend a month. But this dude is a badass. Well, you're as, considered in the reserves for yes. the most part. But you, there, 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 is a, there is a route, and you got to understand – my dad re-enlisted because of 9-11. Um, my dad was born in 61. So when 9-11 happened in 2001, he was 40. Fuck. They don't even usually accept people that age. Okay. So one thing you got to know about my dad, that man was five foot ten, built like a fucking brick. And was from a generation of backwoods rednecks that did not play my dad had expert ribbons for every weapon he touched you know the the marksman ribbon right yeah yeah okay so you know how most people will only have like the pistol and a rifle and maybe one other my dad had seven different with the e with the with the e the the silver ribbon on the dress, but not not the not the individual ribbon bar. I'm talking about the actual the 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 metal that that has the wreath and the and then below it is it's like a chain for yes. his his was at least seven long and they were all expert. That's crazy as fuck. Dad was a G. So what do you my dad was a 50 cal machine gun turret 
operator on top of what they called buffaloes, which were basically the slowest vehicle in the fleet. They had rollers instead of wheels. And dad was in an R2-D2 like pod at the top with a 50 cal turret. That's fuck, bro. Like, I had soldiers on the day of his funeral. His fellow soldiers told me that there was one day they had a PT test on base while they were deployed, and dad was late to it because he was drunk in the bathroom, shaving his head, and went out there and whooped everybody's ass like the PT test and went back and finished, shaved his head. <laughs> At 48, dude, my dad was fucking up kids at 20. Like, dad was different, man. Like, he was he he was a raging alcoholic. Like, dad <laughs> served back when he was younger in his early 20s. And I don't think he saw any combat back then. But something happened around the time that him and mom had me. And he started drinking and it got way out of hand. Like, dad was he'd get locked into this fucking zone dude. And it was honestly scary to be around as a, as a young kid. When I was younger, man, I, it gave me a lot of problems, but I don't know. Like, like it, if you've ever grown up, grown up around an abusive alcoholic, like it was damn near like the shit you see on TV, but like he never, he did beat my ass a few times, but it wasn't it wasn't anything to be fucking dramatic about like like that motherfucker got me so i can only imagine what he was like over there in the fucking sandbox cuz one thing i do know is when the worst of it was in afghanistan he was in afghanistan with it and then when it went to iraq he went to iraq with it like i think that motherfucker had a had a problem and i think he was just trying to chase the worst of the combat to escape. I think like that, that, that environment where there's literally no time to think was his best time alive because he wasn't wrestling his demons. Like he got to a point, like if my dad would have stopped drinking, it would have killed him. Like this is the type of alcoholic we're talking about. Like, it would literally have killed the man to have stopped drinking because his body depended on it that much. So, but dude was a fucking beast of a soldier, man. Yeah, but that, I, I think, I mean, depending on, like, whatever demons it is you are dealing with, and I'm getting all this, the, where I'm getting the information that's in my head and the shit that's coming out of my mouth right now, Sean Ryan podcast, bro. I'm telling you, if you have not listened, fucking listen. They are like four or five hours, a lot of them a piece. But you hear, and it, this all makes sense right now. This all makes sense because they didn't have a fucking choice. Like some of the conditions that a lot of our American soldiers <laughs> were in, they were bad, dude. Like you can, you can already imagine. You can just imagine, like the fuck fucking crazy shit that you've been through in your life, the crazy shit that I've been through in my life, the crazy shit Bo's been through in his life, <clears throat> honestly doesn't fucking compare. Doesn't even come no. close to comparing 
like we've had buddies die friends die like but have you seen someone blown up and have like your buddy's blood splattered on your fucking face and then you gotta go carry a leg or two or drag him back with no fucking the bottom being caught in a firefight for your fucking life and then at the other end of it you're you're confirming kills and you realize that it was just a bunch of kids I have a, a a kid I graduated about or graduated with. You've probably heard me talk about him. Uh, one of my biggest regrets was not following him into the Marine Corps in the buddy system. Like, as your brother and, now, I disagree with that. But well, you know. looking back now, I'm I'm glad that I didn't like in a in a very selfish way. I'm glad that I didn't have to go through go through what he went through, but the person that went into the Marine Corps never came out. And if you ask me and if you ask him, he'll tell you himself it wasn't worth it to lose it. Um, The boy, and I call him a boy, he's, we're 33, you know what I'm saying? He, technically, we are still boys in this game of life we're in, Amen. but the boy's never going to be right, ever. He will never have another solid truly peaceful night of sleep in his life um nothing is peaceful nothing is serene nothing is tranquil for this man everything is something to be scrutinized for potential life ending threats when you're driving down the road it's not just a chip bag on the side of the road it's a potential IED because the boy's been blown and I'm not going to put, you know, too much of his business out there. Cause it's not my story, but the one thing he does speak on publicly, which is why I'll say is the boy's been blown up several times by IEDs. He was a, um, wrecker operator for the Marine Corps. So in the con, every time a convoy went out, he was there in a record, in a big ass, slow ass armored wrecker, basically and he was put in some very fucked up situations because if a truck broke it was his job to fix it on the side of the road why, what why road you, dude you're in the fucking desert it, well yeah 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 and yeah I mean, but literally no, in the but, middle of a, yes, of a yes, road but you're, yes. you're still taking fire you're taking yes fire in the middle the of a firefight yep, yep. while while you, while his brothers were out there literally trying to shield them Shield him with their lives while he fixes a fucking truck instead of, you know, that I'm not going to act like I understand the way the military chooses to do what they do. But I'm just saying that my friend, that I would honestly to this day, right now, this very second, take a bullet for him without hesitation is not ever going to be the same and it's thanks to uncle sam and his band of what is it what the uh uncle sam's misguided children that's what the marine corps guys like to call themselves but have you ever that's why that's no, why that's why i would if i could look back in the eyes right now i would beg him not to join the military 
did you did you say yeah that yeah 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 so exactly and that that is coming from somebody it doesn't even have to come from somebody because both both you and i we don't talk about it much and it was a very short stint i will say compared to most to both of us and fuck Uh, it we tried man and and we we don't even got to get super like into that like i get it like and i have a hard time even speaking about it but i also have to be honest but when i'm honest i'm honest like don't give me fucking don't do not give me any credit like i don't want any i don't deserve shit man i don't want a pat on the back i don't want to thank you don't i don't want none of that shit because when you look at the people such as your father and your friend and those that went and did the shit that they did. Um, let's instead of giving myself credit, like, would you do me a favor? You can do me a big favor and pass it on to those who did the real work. But in the, in the same breath, I think you also have to, you know, going into like Yeshua, God, Jesus, whatever it is that you believe in and like the, the divine plan, like something that I've always believed in is I think there was a purpose and a reason for it, right or wrong. But what are we doing right now? Right. We're sitting down right now. We're talking about this. We're getting that this out to the to the rest of the people. And, you know, we are fighting for the last little bit of freedoms that we may or may not have left. Absolutely. It's a, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to, to talk about. And it's a hard thing to say, but like all of us. And it's, I think I find it very, very, very peculiar. I said that very long and drawn out. because I have a hard time saying that word. Um, but I feel like a lot of the people now that are coming out in these in, in the podcast game and that are coming out and they're they're trying to spread this truth and trying to open people's eyes. I feel like we had our own we have our own missions that we need to do. And I think they're very fucking important. So my point to that is to not sell yourself short based on your prior mistakes keep failing keep failing keep failing that's a beautiful thing just make sure you're failing forward you're learning from the mistakes you made in your past but i think what the three of us are doing on each independent level of spreading these words even though we might get some stuff wrong here or there maybe that'll trigger one person i remember i remember i remember telling bo this i remember telling a few people this actually like when i when, when I first decided that I was going to hop on this Sunday night fucking journey, it was hard because there's so many other badass podcasts that I listen to on the day to day. And sometimes we talk about similar things and it's like, like, who am I to go compete with all these, all these dudes. Right. But, but the only thing that matters in my opinion is if each one of our shows is able to reach one person and one person only, just one person that they listen and they're like, fuck, dude, I didn't even think about that. Like, I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to start looking into this. It's a win, baby. It's a win. That's a win. One person. Now, now that we knocked out the one person, let's get to two. Let's get to three. Let's get to four. 
kind of like AA and NA. It's one day at a time, baby. One day at a time. So whether or not you join the military, you didn't, you respect the military, you don't, you recommend a friend to join the military, or you don't. Again, going back to Dak, Dak's like, dude, like, I'm going to, no, negative, dude, <laughs> negative, negative. And it sounds kind of a little fucked up for maybe some patriots out there listening. They're like, how dare you say that? This is our country. Like, no, 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 My point exactly is this is our country. We don't have no business. And this is the fucking common thought behind most people that I've ever talked to is I couldn't care less what happens outside of these borders. Amen. It is not our job to be everybody's big brother. Nope. So why don't we just keep all our troops at home, keep our military in-house? We don't need bases all over the world. We don't. I don't care what China's doing in China. I don't care what Russia's doing in Russia. As long as they're not sending fucking bombs and, and fucking with us, to hell with them. We need to leave NATO. We need to leave any kind of. We can have allies. Sure. But we don't need to be. Sending troops. Anywhere. Because. The only ground we're dying for. In my mind. Is American dirt. And that's no offense to any listeners that may or may not be out there from america i'm i'm sorry if that rubs you the wrong way but by the same token i don't want your soldiers over here dying for Mm -hmm. some shit that we got going on everybody needs to stay at home take care of their own house and if somebody comes and knocking then there you are ready to fight but you don't have to america doesn't have to be boots on the ground in every continent you know it, it's time for that to to go on, get on, gone, go go, go go, go go away. I agree. What what? Real quick. You know how to boat. solve the southern border? Put like a military base every two hundred miles along the southern border, and then you just free range instead of free range chickens, you got free range soldiers and shit. And and if they need practice and drilling. Well, now you've got live targets, (laughs) and I'm not talking about shooting or anything, but go round them up. You want to, you want to, you want to, uh, let's not build a wall. They're going to get around the wall, under the wall, over the wall, something. We put people out there to catch them, then nobody's going to get in. (laughs) No, and to catch them, to catch them too, but also provide resources. This is just my opinion. I mean, sure. Provide, provide I'm not talking about popping them off like turtles in a ditch bank or nothing. <laughs> this, this isn't. This isn't. What is that? What is that? The old Nintendo game, the duck, the duck hunt. This isn't yeah, duck the, hunt. We're talking about here. But provide resources to and something. This is something that I'm new and and learning about. When I'll be quick because I I I, I do. I I want to hear Bo's perspective on this, but real 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 fucking quick. Um. I'll make this as quick as possible, but a few years ago, I would, I fucking, 
thought Trump was a joke. This was before, I guess, I had my own personal awakening. And I remember her, we'll just say stepdad, came through. And Ashley was kind of on, on their page and was like, no, you know, Trump's got this, da 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 And I'm like, fuck that, dude. I'm like, fuck, fuck that. I was like, I know so many Hispanic people that bust their fucking ass and come over here. And they work harder than, in my opinion, they work uh, they work harder for a lot less. And that's a whole nother, whole nother discussion there than some Americans do. I was like, how fucking dare we cut them off from this opportunity? And then and then it came to me was like, it's not about that, Kyle. It's not about that. It's about if you want to come over here, come on over. But you need to you've got to go through the due process. There's a process that you have to go through in order to come into the United States. And now I now I get it. Now I understand it. So I'm all for that. You want to come over? You'd fill out the paperwork. You prove that you're not a part of some fucking cartel. You're not going to be bringing fentanyl over that's going to be killing my children, our children, our grandchildren. And and you don't have some crazy fucking uh, uh, bad background. You know, I think there's there's so much more to it than I can even I can even say because I don't know a whole lot about how all that works. But um. And I know, I, and I know, I know this is not this is not our show. But Bo, I know you dipped out for a second. What are your thoughts on all this? Um, mm. close them down. Close them down. Close down. Close the them down. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Do you think um, is there like a time limit on that? Like close them down and then leave them shut down, or, or it's not. I mean, regardless, regardless, of what I think it's not going to happen. Um, I mean, the fact the fact of the situation is is that we've got border patrol authority that are welding gates open, not shut, open. Um, on the border right now. Uh, and I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they're doing that. It's not because they give a fuck about these people that are coming into America. Which I mean, they've like lit, pros lit that like, like 7.2 million people in since Biden's been in office, and most of them have been military age fighting men and children. And Which for mostly the children, we don't see fighting age. <laughs> children, we don't see, but because they're being taken and harvested into adrenochrome factories and sex slavery, but the military age fighting. Uh, fighting men yeah like they're also coming in simply because of the fact that uh, when it comes down to it they're going to be the ones fighting for the Bidens I'm sure absolutely Biden for Biden so one thing I seen today and this is something that I seen I just want your guys' opinion on this and I seen this I heard this like three years ago maybe two three years ago my aunt showed it to me and it was an article about the military tribunals and it was about Hillary Clinton had been executed. I've seen something else today that went into not only Hillary Clinton, but Joe Biden and also Obama. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you think we're seeing... 
That well, yeah. I mean, in, in a perfect world, that would happen. But do you think that's a possibility? And if that is a possibility, and you think that maybe that is the case, that threw a wrench. One of many other things, but I, I, I just got. I, I remember just recently seeing the old debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden talking about. It was Joe. It was Donald Trump telling Joe Biden, "Like I don't get money from China, you do, Joe." So if that were the case, and Hillary, Obama, and whatever Biden were already executed, yet Trump is still alive. But yet we saw Trump do the debate with Biden or one of his many clones. Like what? What do you think about that? Man. Because then it would be like, I know politicians are shit, and I and I I'm, I've come I'm, I've come to the conclusion where I don't fucking trust any of them at all. Like, are we like intentionally being lied to, or is it one of those things like, no, 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 the White Hats, they're doing us a favor, right? And they're trying to keep everything on the download because, well, why? Why are they keeping everything on the download? Because they they know that if the world knew that Hillary, Obama, and Biden, and probably many, many, many more were executed, maybe that would cause a global fucking catastrophe as far as all the different political parties. But go. why would why would they be executed? Well, I'll tell you right now, oh, well, I can at least speak, I'll speak for... I mean, I know that they're horrible people, but they're still doing horrible people shit today, so why do they need to be a robot or a clone? Why Why wouldn't the original limbs just suffice? But maybe there's someone else in power, though. Maybe there's someone else that's in power. There's all, of course there's someone else in power, but I just maybe I just don't understand why they would need to be offed and replaced if before offing and replacing them, they're doing the same shit that they're supposedly doing after, you know, cause I can, I can tell you for damn sure. And I have, I've been searching for this video for a few months and I can't find it. And it used to be on YouTube back in the days of non-communist YouTube. There used to be a documentary about Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. And it was about how Hillary through her law, law firm buddy that was down there in Mina, they would traffic women and cocaine in and out of Arkansas through Mina, Arkansas. And it was a Mina M M E N A. And there were women that were interviewed for this fucking documentary. There were all kind of people and I cannot find it now. Like I cannot find this documentary anymore. Anywhere, but I'm still looking for it because when I do, if I ever do find it, I'll be doing an episode about it on the show, but. It's pretty wild, dude. Like, yeah, the Clintons have had a body count since at least the 80s. 
they're left and right. They're left and right, brother. I'm, have you heard? You've heard of uh, above top secret. Yeah. Okay. I seen an article on there where it was like some advisor for Clinton that was found dead strapped to a tree. I want to say he was shot. He was shot, but it was like super weird. Like he was shot. I don't want to say like he's strapped to the tree like this. So he's facing away from the tree and he was shot like in the back of the head. Or he had his hands bound, but somehow was shot in the front of the head or the front of the chest. Which could be definitely like a, uh, what do you call that? A uh, uh, a homicide. But they labeled it a suicide. Yep. And something real quick, maybe just a little teaser and you, you can edit this out. Something that I've been really passionate about and I want to do a fucking deep dive on like hardcore is Chester Bennington and uh, Chris Cornell. And what they were trying to expose. And that gets Oh, like maybe it could be a mashup. That kind of like, ties into what you and Bo have been working in. It does, yeah. No, it definitely does because that goes into uh, Skippy fucking what the fuck that cocksucker's name. Uh, he tied right in with the Clintons. He was like the Clinton, uh, Hillary's like fucking campaign advisor. What? Yeah. I thought Ashley had the answers over there. But no, I think that's something we should definitely like collab on because it's a lot of information. And um, I-, I will send you one link to a documentary that you can find that goes over all of it. And it, it if you haven't, or I'm sure you've already like seen a lot of it, but this documentary, I've already heard a lot of it before this documentary, yeah. but it broke it down. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude, so many, because I'm a big Lincoln Park fan. And Chris Cornell is what, uh, Soundgarden Audio Slave. Sound, yep, Soundgarden and Audio Slave. I'm a big fan, and now I sound like a shitty fan because I couldn't even remember their names. But uh, I think that'd be a dope little deep dive to go into because, dude, that'd be awesome. I think if the listeners, even if you're like, well, first of all, if you're listening, you're probably like somewhat aware of what's going on. But it might be a good episode for those who maybe are not in their first kind of they're, they're, they're getting their feet wet because like who's not a fucking Lincoln Park fan first and foremost or an audio slave fan or a sound maybe not a sound garden maybe not audio. I mean that was kind of a different style but dude Lincoln Park I don't know anybody at all that's like oh fuck hate Lincoln Park they're they're like pivotal we're both we're, you're about to be 33 I'm 30 we're, we're like that was like my teenage years yeah, and even before that was Lincoln Park. Yep, they had like three albums in a row that just went hard. Bangers, every single one. One more light, hands down for me. One more light, in my opinion, I feel like when Chester released One More Light, I feel like it was at that point that he was giving his listeners a clue, and I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Kind of like how when you go back and look at MTV's uh, unplugged Alice in Chains session, it's like Lane Staley, Lane Staley singing at his own funeral. 
that I'm not at all whatsoever aware of. Oh my god, dude! I love Atlas and Chains, man. I love Atlas and Chains. Lane Staley's story is so sad. He was so talented. It's uh, Alice in Chains, MTV Unplugged. I've heard it on vinyl, man. It's beautiful. Wait, you heard his his music on vinyl? That album. That unplugged album on vinyl. Like... Dude, I, I have it down. I have that album downloaded to my phone, man. Like, I love Alice in Chains, bro. Like, I'm so pissed off at Lane Staley for being a fucking junkie. <laughs> what, what was his name again? Lane, L-A-N-E, Staley, S-T-A-L-E-Y. And are you sure that did his death have was it like weird? Was it like- it was a heroin overdose? Yep. No, and was nothing weird about it. Dude was a fucking heroin junkie. And at the end he was doing crack and meth and anything he Ooh. could. Like he fell off real bad, man. Like from the prime from the peak of Alice in Chains height to right before he died like he, you couldn't even recognize who he was like lost all his weight lost all his hair lost all his teeth and just was gone dude wonder though i wonder though if he was 27 i do believe he, oh dude if he's a part of the 27 club dude i think he is and I want to say, like, because I want to say Shannon Hoon was 27, maybe. Shannon Hoon was from Blind Melon. He was a co-kid. For- <laughs> Blind Melon, yes, yes, yes. Bro. And then you had fucking, um... <sighs> well, as far as fucking- 27... Janice Joplin, Jimmy yeah. Hendrix. Oh, yeah. Kurt Cobain. Uh, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> you have a lot of them in AO, Amy Winehouse. Amy White. Ashley said Amy Winehouse. The, uh, the exact moment that you said Amy Winehouse. <laughs> I think that's one, dude. I think the 27 Club 2 is something that needs to be talked about like over and over and over again, meaning that, like, if you heard it on a dope ass show or a dope ass podcast or documentary, fucking cool let's still talk about that shit we should do we should definitely do one on that um whether it be my sh- whatever what, how, however that fucking is up because i think that is something to do when people start realizing that there, there's all these different like keys and cues that i mean when you think back to the very first like truth or conspiracy theory that you heard of like there's a trigger there's something in there that like opens up your mind and like ah that doesn't sound right and then maybe a couple years later you dig into this dig into that and i think it's all about waking up the fucking masses for crying out loud and if there's a time to do it now's the fucking time because we have like 20 days brother 
before shit's gonna hit the fan again and we need to wake yeah. up as many people as possible for sure bro for sure but man it's pretty late over here let's go on and wrap this up we've been at it for a while i've loved every second of it i'm guessing bo had some either some technical difficulties or yep, some that's exactly what it was but for the listeners we appreciate you making it this far with us um go check bo diggles out at anti-slave question everything um on almost all your socials and podcasters if you just search anti-slave qe you will most definitely find sir diggles uh conspiracy jesus the three incher pincher himself uh when you speak to Bo again, let him know. I, I appreciate him making an appearance with us tonight and that I enjoyed chatting with him. Uh, Kyle, why don't you let everybody know where they can check you out? Yeah, man. So you can find us on Sunday Night Secret Society, of course. Uh, we're on Twitter. I think it's at SNSS, at SNSS pod. We're on Instagram, Apple spotify there's some other ones that you can find us on that i don't i don't post on but it ends up over there so that happens um but also we have a new badass fucking podcast that myself hank and my fiance ashley have have kind of started and i think ellie ellie's also a part of it she's, she's like dad why aren't you shouting me out back there if you can hear her or not but yeah, man, so we're getting going on, on Holistic Roots. Um, it's always fun digging into the shit that we're digging into right now here on the 643 podcast. But um, if you want some more lighthearted stuff, uh, more educational, uh, again, the way that I like to look at it, just my personal opinion is, is we're just trying to be the best version of ourselves. Uh, so that's kind of a fun one. So if you guys have any um, any topics you all want to talk about or things you want us to bring up, uh, hit us up at Holistic Roots on Instagram. Also, we are on, uh, I don't even know. I don't, I forgot what our email is. It's Holistic. I'll, I'll send you it and you can post in the links. It's got a few numbers sure. that I'm not familiar with there at the bottom. But um, first and foremost, and last and not first, last and foremost, I want to thank you, Hank. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure talking with you, brother. Oh, no, man. Pleasure's all mine. Yeah, uh, just to speak on Holistic Roots one more second real quick. It's a completely non-conspiratorial um, self-help podcast. And, and I say self-help because you could take that in any direction, um, whether it be gardening and or learning how to can what you garden to uh meditation and what that can do for you and grounding and anything in between the woo-woo spiritual to the everyday practical in-house lifestyle changes adaptations that you can make just to like kyle said be the best you that you can be be a cleaner cleaner spiritually cleaner mentally cleaner physically uh, more pure self and so that's what we got going over there if you want your conspiracy talk then you can catch us on sunday night and the 643 conspiracy but if you want to hear something that's just straight up factual um 
non-conspiracy real world stuff that you can do then you can check us out on holistic roots we're just starting it up and we appreciate all the support we get from you oh man kyle it's been a long day i I can't can't thank you enough for coming and hanging out send my best and my love to ashley and the kids my my co-host ellie over there make sure she don't get mad at (laughs) mad at all uncle hank for leaving her out no, uh, once again, tell Bo I appreciate him coming on. But that'll wrap us up here, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you making it to this point with us. We love y'all, and we'll catch you later. Much love.